It's Thursday. It's y'all talk with a southern accent with your host, John Raw. Hope y'all doing good on this, the show that we talk everything that goes on below the old Mason Dixon. On today's y'all show, our theme is going to be listen closely now. Turn that radio up. Turn that iPhone up if you're listening to us in podcast form or iPad. Don't be a quilter. <laughs> now, I said it right. Don't be a quilter. Yeah, no, actually, we want you to be a quilter. That's Q-U-I-L-T-E-R. Not quitter, but quilter. And just a little bit here as we wrap up hour one, we're going to take it to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and we'll be joined by Butch Helton of the Pigeon Forge Office of Special Events because they're getting ready in Pigeon Forge to host Quilt Fest. You can go there and see an incredible lineup of quilts, handmade, homemade. It ain't made in some factory in China. It's made with tender love and care. And you can go to Pigeon Forge, a wonderful place to go to anytime, but see all kinds of quilts. You can buy some, and we've got all the details coming up at the end of this hour. In our festive south, get in that car and drive south right on to Pigeon Forge for the Quilt Fest event coming up in just a few days. We have the dates. We've got the excitement all coming up here on the Y'all Show. Make plans accordingly. In hour two today, we will have by the book. We've got the list of the best-selling books from Amazon.com. Is your favorite book on the list? Well, there's some books that have been on there quite some time that we'll tell you about, and maybe some newcomers on the list. Good stuff there. We try to let you know who all's got really good works of of literature out there and we'll have buy the book coming up at the start of hour two and then we'll keep our theme of tennessee in mind today as we'll visit with austin stanley of the website a to z sports nashville.com that is a website that covers all things nashville professional sports like the tennessee titans and the nashville predators but they also cover little college sports and one of the things Austin really, he does a great job and has a passion for is info on the Tennessee Volunteers. And so when we have Austin on an hour or two, we'll get his take on the Tennessee Vols basketball team. They have a chance this weekend in Auburn to capture perhaps the title outright, but at least another share of the SEC regular season basketball crown. Rick Barnes's team having a fantastic year once again and We'll find out from Austin. Is this team legit? Can they play in Tennessee's first ever Final Four? We'll get his take on that in hour two. We'll talk about the Tennessee women's basketball program. Harley Holly Warlick's team, boys, she's had a rough season. And I'm going to ask Austin, is she going to be around next year? We'll talk about the Lady Vols. Plus, we'll talk about Tennessee's football program. You know, they play a little football on Rocky Top. And we'll find out what the latest is with Jeremy Pruitt's team, which begins spring football on the hill today. Go Big Orange. It's spring football time in Tennessee. (laughs) And we'll talk to Austin about Tennessee's football program. Plus, can you believe this? Tennessee, man, the hits keep coming for Tennessee Vol fans. Tennessee has a top 25 college baseball team. Way to go, Big Orange. And we'll talk about how in the world this team has yet to lose a game all season long in college baseball. So if you like the Tennessee Vols, if you know somebody that likes the Tennessee Volunteers, tell them. 
call them up right now and say hey this show called y'all call get it on my phone get it on my radio we got to hear this because we're going to learn so much about the tennessee vols in our sec spotlight that is coming up an hour two hey if you want to talk to us about the vols or any other thing on your mind whether it's sports politics religion it could be fashion food we want to hear from you we still have our panel that we're getting created here. You can be a part of it. We've got a y'all happy for those selected to our exclusive y'all panel where we get you to come on and share ideas and weigh in on the show. The number to do that, if you want to text us to be a part, 803-816-1170, 803-816-1170. Let us know your name, where you're from and uh, any other stuff maybe your blood type all that would be appreciated here on the y'all show with your host john rawl we start off today looking at headlines from throughout dixie and man this is now i think day number four i'm telling you about these tornadoes that hit lee county alabama on sunday and how about this tragic story coming from the jones family in uh, beauregard alabama Two grandparents of a large family, 89-year-old Jimmy Jones, his 83-year-old wife, Mary Louise Jones, killed in the tornado that hit on Sunday. Now, in addition to these folks, these two grandparents of the large family, their son, Emmanuel Jones, a 53-year-old, was killed in the tornado. Also dead were a whole bunch of members of the same family, Eric Jamal Stinson, Floral Tate Stinson, who's 63, Henry Lewis Stinson, James Henry Tate, Teresa Robinson, Raymond Robinson Jr., Maggie Delight Robinson. Most of those I just mentioned were in their 50s and 60s. But 10 members of the same family all losing their life in the tornado that hit Beauregard, which is just south of Opelika, Alabama, on Sunday in this tragic, tragic storm. And I saw somewhere where this storm goes down now as the second most deadly storm to hit in like 10 years the deadliest tornado to hit the country happened back on may 2013 that's the deadliest in the last seven or so years that ef5 twister killed 24 people in moore oklahoma back on may i don't know the exact date may 2013 is when that hit but this storm that hit sunday in east alabama killing 23 that we know of and we hope that is the end of the death there this a tragic tragic storm the youngest victim in sunday's storm six years old the oldest victim in the storm was 89 year old jimmy jones the patriarch of this family that lost 10 members to this horrible tornado that came through alabama on sunday it's lent season now and chick-fil-a is now going to be offering fish sandwiches for lent how about that if you can go there get you a sandwich some nuggets and the sandwich that you might choose is a fish fillet (laughs) sure enough they're bringing back this fish sandwich for lent and that is the christian period leading up to easter in which some abstain from meat select chick-fil-a locations will offer a cod sandwich for a limited time now through saturday april 20th two sandwiches will be offered a traditional fish sandwich and a deluxe fish sandwich which includes cheese two and three count fish filet meals complete with waffle fries are also available this again at select chick-fil-a locations oh and if you're counting calories these fish sandwiches from chick-fil-a are 370 calories and 430 calories respectively and you can 
confirm with your local restaurant if they're offering these fish entrees. So if you are wanting fish, Chick-fil-A just might have a delicious sandwich waiting for you. I'm looking at the headline. I'm looking at the photo of this fish sandwich, and it looks good. And you know if it's from Chick-fil-A, it's going to be. It's going to be darn good. So keep that in mind if you're out looking for an option for fish. Chick-fil-A, or should I say fish filet. In Florida, TSA agents found a grenade launcher and luggage of a man traveling to Florida. Actually, this happened in an airport in Pennsylvania where the man's luggage was confiscated, but he was trying to, this Florida man, bring a military rocket-propelled grenade launcher back to Florida. Luckily, TSA agents found the non-functioning weapon in his check bag. The unassembled parts of the launcher and a replica grenade were found on Monday when an alarm went off as the bag passed through security equipment at the Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania International Airport, which is located in Allentown, about 60 miles north of Philadelphia. The St. Augustine man was stopped by police and told officials he thought he could bring the non-functioning launcher on board in a check bag. The items were confiscated, and he was able to catch his flight to Orlando. So, I guess it wasn't the biggest crime. I'm not sitting here reading his name out today on the Y'all Show because it's not given, but he was released. Hey, if you're packing your, your underoos and your toothbrush and your travel bag, probably not a good idea to throw that extra grenade launcher in there next time you travel, especially if you're going to Lehigh Valley in Pennsylvania. If you want to go gambling in Mississippi, specifically in Tunica, you might want to check the local weather forecast because at least one casino in Tunica has closed temporarily because of flooding. Of course, the casinos in Tunica are just beside the Mississippi River, and the river has been rising. And now Old Man River has closed an access road, which leads to the Fitz Casino in Tunica County, Mississippi. And county emergency managers closed this casino and the road going into it for safety reasons. The casino says on its Facebook page that there's no flooding in its parking lot or casino the county's six other casinos remain open at this county at, at this time. And remember, if you ever go to Tunica, Mississippi, which is about 40 minutes south of Memphis in the Mississippi Delta, there are plenty of casinos all in one kind of area strewn around the cotton fields there in northwest Mississippi. But the fits, at least the road going into it with flooding, you're not going to be able to gamble there. I'm in for a good show. They have a lot of great country music acts come into Tunica from time to time and, and other acts too, just like all the main casinos in the South have a great history of bringing in talent. I, I saw Clint Black, I believe, at the Fitz last summer. I'm looking forward to going back and seeing great talent at a, at a place like this. But when the river gets in the way and there's flooding, you just can't go see these acts, nor can you put a little 20 on the blackjack table and, and come up lucky. By the way, the Tunica County River Park also closed. That's right by the Fitz, I think. Great place. Great attraction. And speaking of attractions in Tunica County, hey, I will be in Daytona Beach in two weeks. Webster Franklin is the head of Tunica County, Mississippi's Tourism Department. And I'm hoping to run into Webster down in Florida. I saw where he's reserved to the same conference that I am. So, Webster, I'm calling you out. And if I may, this is a really not even me on this particular Webster story, but long ago, Webster, as the head of the Tunica, Mississippi Tourism Office, how about this for doing business, okay? Y'all 
this this show this website the magazine i had at the time y'all magazine we were based in mississippi we could not get tunica to spend money with us we tried hard our magazine went all over the south it went into areas where they really were courting people to come gamble in tunica mississippi and we just couldn't get their local tourism office led by webster to play ball with us they were just ignoring us well to my business partner's credit the great keith one night late night at a conference the same conference that i'm going to in two weeks many years ago at another location my friend keith my partner and webster were drinking a lot (laughs) and they came up with the deal where you bounce quarters into a shot glass and they made a they made a bet that if keith on one bounce bounced it correctly into the shot glass webster would buy like six ads in y'all magazine i don't remember what would happen if keith lost the bet i know it wasn't going to be a good thing for him guess what he hit it he hit that shot glass on his first quarter bounce and it wasn't right beside it it took some talent and he knew how to do that and sure enough we got advertising in our magazine all because of bouncing quarters how about that for some good business practice <laughs> so i just had to throw it out there we wish everybody in tunica the best and all those down river with the mississippi river just flowing so big time right now after all the rain we've had in the southeast hey the university of tennessee is not exempt when it comes to blackface incidents and the university in knoxville has mandated training and put new policies in place in response to a recent blackface incident officials at the university of tennessee in knoxville last week said they had learned about a snapchat photo showing four individuals who they believe to be students and that two of them were in blackface the interim chancellor of ut wayne davis said this week one of those students whose name surfaced in an investigation of the incident is no longer enrolled at ut knoxville davis said the school will require immediate and ongoing culture competency inclusion and bias training for staff and administrators davis said the faculty senate has passed general education requirements that include global citizenship courses now there was an incident at the tennessee basketball game against mississippi state on tuesday night when we talk in hour two with austin stanley of a to z sports nashville who is a tennessee insider i'm going to ask him what more he knows about this blackface incident that happened at utk here in the last few days the blue ridge parkway is no longer the number one spot for most visited national parks the winner of that is now a place out west unfortunately the golden gate national recreation area in san francisco overtook the blue ridge parkway as the leader in the data that came in from the national park service by the way this parkway which runs 450 miles from shenandoah national park in virginia to the entrance of the great smoky mountains national park in north carolina it saw an 8.8 percent dip in visitors from 2017 recording 14.7 million visitors to the blue ridge parkway western north carolina was a subject to record rainfall last year which i think is part of the reason for the dip the parkway was shut down in september and january because of heavy rains in april and in december for snow so that's not fair the golden gate national recreation area probably has never had to shut down because of heavy rain and snow but hey how about that number? Nearly 15 million visitors 
on the Blue Ridge Parkway. What a great national treasure that we have in our part of the country. And I got to give a shout out to a similar deal, the Natchez Trace Parkway, which stretches from Tennessee through a portion of Alabama and heavy into Mississippi. You can go ride that sometime if you're looking to to do something different. So the Blue Ridge and the Natchez Trace Parkways, two of our great roadways here in the southeast. But we want to get those numbers back up on the Blue Ridge Parkway and make it numero uno once again. Great news coming from Best Buy. I'm sure y'all have gone into Best Buy and spent plenty of money before. Well, this this kind of electronics company just presented a nearly $21 million check to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital in Memphis as its top fundraising partner for St. Jude Thanks and Giving. That was a campaign there launched And it was a record-breaking fundraising year for the St. Jude Thanks and Giving campaign. And this was a day that Best Buy raised this money. It was exactly $20.8 million, the gift, from Best Buy to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital right beside the Mississippi River. Since 2013, Best Buy has raised more than $80 million for St. Jude. And because of partners like Best Buy, families at St. Jude never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food because all a family should worry about is helping their child live. And we love the work at St. Jude. But let's not forget, there's a lot of children's research hospitals all over the South. Every state's got some kind of children's hospital. And I know St. Jude gets a lot of credit and a lot of publicity, but there's great work done at various children's hospitals all over the country but i'm going to kind of single out the southern ones here on this y'all show we want all that we can to, to learn how to stop cancer especially in children and other problems life-threatening diseases that happen with kids but uh, great job by best buy in this tremendous gift going to saint jude we've got more headlines coming up here on the y'all show and one doozy that you just don't want to miss when we get to it. This is Y'all with John Rawl. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone? Uh, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair, but cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 7575. That's promo code 7575 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. No time has passed And months has gone But this love in my heart Oh yeah Has lingered on But when I 
welcome back. It's y'all. In just a few minutes here on the program, we're going to take you to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, where Butch Helton of the Pigeon Forge Office of Special Events will be our special guest, and he'll talk all about the upcoming quilt fest going on in Pigeon Forge. So do not miss out on the fun in our festive South feature. And of course, in hour two, we will talk about the Tennessee Vols with our special guest, Austin Stanley of A to Z Sports Nashville. Back into the headlines here on this Thursday edition of the Y'all Show. A jury has awarded nearly $17 million to a woman injured at a West Virginia Walmart. And this happened when a woman was injured when staffers tried to detain a shoplifter in a Walmart in, I think it was in Wood County, West Virginia. And 53-year-old Diane Ankrub says employees tried to detain the shoplifter when he ran into her shopping cart in which she was pushing her granddaughter, Ankrum fell to the ground with the cart falling on top of her. Her lawyer said she suffered internal injuries that required surgeries. A spokesperson for Walmart says they are sympathetic to Ankrum's injuries but believe the shoplifter is responsible. He says they are evalu- evaluating post-trial options. But $17 million verdict going to this woman, Miss Ankrum. 53-year-old in Wood County, West Virginia. That's in the Parkersburg WV area. That is a huge judgment for this woman injured. I didn't say any of these injuries were life-threatening, but golly. In fact, hey, if you know a good ambulance chaser, I've got a Walmart grievance I want to file. I fell down at a Walmart back in 2001, and my arm still hurts. And and the reason I fell down is they were waxing the floor at like four in the morning when I was in there and they really didn't have it roped off the way they should have. I busted my butt. I'm pretty sure I got a concussion too. I broke my pair of glasses I was wearing. And guess what? Walmart did a internal investigation. And and, if you don't know any better, it kind of freaks you out. They're like, we're looking into it. I had to go to the hospital and they said I didn't break my arm. I don't know how my arms really got really huge that day. But I still have issues with it. And in fact, my arm there, it it just ain't right. I mean, I don't know how to explain it. So Walmart, my arm ain't right. And I'll settle for a fraction of 17 mil if you want to send some my way. But like I said, it was kind of weird how they just kind of, they kind of came up with an investigation on their own. And within a day, they're like, hey, Mr. Raw, t- too bad you fell down. See you later. And again, they did not have it properly roped off. And they were waxing the floor. You go fall on a wax floor at four in the morning and you fall on your head and you land on your arm. You tell me how good you feel. That's a lot worse than this woman who says a shoplifter ran into her shopping cart and she fell down there. Just my opinion. But I could use a $17 million check too from Wally World if, if, if given the chance. Sad news from Midland, Texas. An officer there was gunned down this week. And a man in that area has now been charged with the death of this Midland, Texas police officer. An arrest affidavit says David Charles Wilson told an investigator that he was inside his Midland home early Tuesday when he fired toward Officer Nathan Heidelberg. Heidelberg was a five-year police vet on the Midland police force, and he was shot just above his protective vest, and he later died at a hospital Wilson was taken to the Midland County Jail and later released after posting bond. But this man's been charged with second-degree manslaughter after authorities say he admitted shooting to the police officer, shooting at him, and who had come into his home to investigate a home security alarm. I think this was a 
really a mistake is what happened there. But for whatever reason, he's now being charged with manslaughter, not murder, the manslaughter of this Midland, Texas police officer, that developing story. More to come from that. News from Obion County in West Tennessee, Lieutenant Richard Tito Lanham, his body was buried over the weekend, and he had a full military honor there for him outside of Union City, Tennessee. Lieutenant Lanham was 27 years old when he was declared missing in action back in 1968 after his plane disappeared on a bombing mission over North Vietnam. His remains were found two years ago, and they were identified back in September, and they had a funeral this past weekend at the Discovery Park of American Museum in Union City in Tennessee. That's his hometown and the day prior was the 51st anniversary of the day he was listed as missing. So fair winds and following sea to this naval aviator killed in Vietnam, buried over the weekend in Union City, Tennessee. He was based off the USS Enterprise when he was shot down back in the Vietnam War. A civic-minded Virginia resident logging on to a website there in Charlottesville, expected to find video of the most recent board meeting of the Charlotte City Council. But instead, when they logged on, they were greeted with an anti-abortion film. Charlottesville spokesperson Brian Wheeler tells a local newspaper a technical glitch this week is responsible for posting the anti-abortion short, which had aired on public access television. So quite a surprise when people logged on to find out more about what's going on in the city and they get an anti-abortion movie instead. And finally, this comes to us from South Carolina. We have not had a D-U-M-M person of the day lately, a dummy. Well, we've got one, and this one's not from Florida. This one is from the Palmetto State, and this one, this buffoon is an elected official. It's the mayor of Lamar, South Carolina. Lamar is in Darlington County in the PD of South Carolina, and Darnell Bird McPherson is the mayor of this small town. And Darnell believes that they're a victim of a hate crime. Darnell's a female, by the way. And she believes that she's a victim of a hate crime because she says, number one, there's a history in our town of Lamar. And McPherson claimed that during the 1970s, crosses were burned in the yard of our home when my mother was involved with the civil rights movement on this very same corner in this very same front yard well mayor mcpherson's claiming another hate crime has happened because she filed a police report back on february 7th claiming that a yellow sticky substance had been found all over hers and her husband's car right there in lamar south carolina well they investigated and there's no hate crime Mayor Darnell Burr McPherson, you dummy, according to the research of your supposed hate crime, it's March now. You know what that yellow substance on your car was? It's called pollen, you idiot, you idiot. (laughs) She had pollen on the car. She claimed it was a hate crime. What an, what an, what an idiot, idiot. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is a look at your headlines. Hopefully that was a little bit humorous for you here. That from Lamar, South Kagalaki. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we will take you to Pigeon Forge 
and we'll have Butch Helton on to talk about the upcoming Quilt Fest. It's our Festive South feature, and it's coming up next. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. A slippery bathroom floor can result in expensive hospital bills. So today, I'll show you how to cushion a serious fall by filling your bathroom with thousands of plastic balls. Just nail a piece of plywood across the doorway and dump in 2,000 multicolored plastic balls. You could try to protect yourself with a bathroom full of plastic balls, or you could get liability coverage through the Geico Insurance Agency. Visit geico.com and see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Rolades presents The Heartburn Blues. <sighs> so the kids decided to cut their own hair today. And somebody's ink pen exploded in the wash. And family fajita night left me with the Heartburn Blues. But Rolades made it all fine. Rolades starts working as fast as now, so you can take control of even your worst heartburn. Get your groove back with Rolades. Refers to acid neutralization. Use as directed. Thank you, Susie Bacchus. Welcome back. It's y'all, and it's time now on the all-Southern program with John Rawl to get in the car and drive south, or if you're going to this place, you might have to drive east, north, or south, or west to get to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. It is our Dixie destination because coming up in just a few days from March 20th through the 23rd of March, it's the 25th annual A Mountain Quilt Fest going on in Pigeon Forge in East Tennessee. And from Pigeon Forge's Office of Special Events, we're joined today by Butch Helton, and he's going to talk all about quilting. So, Butch, don't be a quitter. We want you to talk about quilting. I sure will, uh, John. I'll be glad to. And, <laughs> and I appreciate you, uh, you giving us this opportunity to come out here and, and uh, talk about our 25th annual Mountain Quilt Fest here in Pigeon Forge. It's a wonderful, wonderful event. We're very excited. Well, we're a show that is all about the southeast of the United States. And, uh, Butch, I don't think that's a fake accent you're having for us right now. It sounds like you're kind of authentic East Tennessee. You're getting the original hillbilly accent here. Uh, Severe, Severe County, born and raised, and uh, grew up right here in Pigeon Forge, and still uh, and uh, and working for the city, and just uh, just loving it here. A, lo- a local boy, a all local right. Boy, well, if you will. Here, if, yes. you, if you're local and you're from the area, I, I got to ask the question: Are you ki- okay. are you kin to Dolly Parton? 
I wish that I were. I wish that I were. You know, she comes from a family of 12 and has a huge family, and she's got a multitude of cousins. Most everybody in Sevier County claims to be her cousin one way or the other. But you're not. But but unfortunately, I am not. No, she's a wonderful, wonderful lady, and and we love her here and the folks at Dollywood. But I I unfortunately cannot claim, uh, not on the partner or the Owens side, either one, can't can't claim any can on either side unfortunately wish i could though she she's a terrific lady i've had the the privilege and honor of meeting her a couple of times and uh, she's wonderful well she's let, wonderful, let me just tell lady. you dolly wakes up every day and she kicks herself she says gosh if i were just kin to the heltons and butch helton my life would be so much better <laughs> Well, she may. I don't know about that, but but she may do it. But she's terrific. She's actually been here uh, on site. I think they're doing some stuff with the uh, on site at the park with the upcoming uh, Netflix uh, series. You oh, know, yeah. she's she's got going to that. So she's doing a lot of a lot of things. Of course, we have a lot of things going in on here in in, uh, in Pigeon Forge all the time. Our office, the special events office, we're charged with doing all of the city sponsored events. We plan them, put on all city sponsored events, and we do uh, nine others throughout the year uh, in, along with the mountain quilt fest that's coming yeah. up here like you're saying on the in march and and so it's there's there's a there's a lot going on here in pigeon forge and we really have when folks come here to visit the quilt show which we certainly hope that they do there's a there's a ton of other things here in pigeon forge for them to do and of course we're just a short drive from those beautiful smoky mountains so there's just so much it's a beautiful area and we offer so much and there's so much for folks to do here when they're visiting visiting yes butch i want to ask you because i haven't studied up on my severe county borders these days what exactly is uh, because you are in an area that's always been a tourist mecca in the southeast what is the definition of the pigeon forge sevier county area these days from a tourist standpoint what what are the communities that we're talking about you're talking about uh you're talking about of course all of sevier county and, mm-hmm. and we go up into the park but you're talking about the cities of gatlinburg Pigeon Forge and Sevierville, and we have two smaller cities. Uh, we have Kodak, which is where you're getting off the uh, the interstate, the 407 exit, if if you're coming in via interstate. And we also have Pittman Center, which is a really neat, cool little community next to Gatlinburg. But those are the the municipal uh, uh, cities and entities that that exist here in Pigeon Forge. But primarily, you're talking about Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, and Sevierville, which is our county. So well, you're we with a lot. There. You're with the Pigeon. Forge Office of Special Events. Does Pigeon Forge Pigeon Forge compete with Sevierville, or do y'all all kind of work together? You know, we all work together really good. Uh, okay. There's a lot of, uh, people will try and tell you that we don't, but in almost 20 years of working for this this city, I can tell you that our our sister cities, Gatlinburg and Sevierville, Sevierville or Sevierville, if you're from around here local. Well, we want to sound uh, like we we're locals. Really Severable. We want to sound like we're local. We sure do. Especially you. Uh, we work really good with them. We have a really good working relationship with them. We sure do. All right. Yes. Well, yes, I, sir. it's been a while since I was in your county, and the last time I was there was, let's say it was one of those weekends you'd like to forget because I was with a group of kids. And somehow when youngsters, especially who aren't from the East Tennessee Smoky Mountain area, when they go to the mountains, they uh, they, they kind of get a little wild streak and Somehow, as a chaperone, I ended up at the Sevier County Jail with one of those kids. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, we hate that. Oh, you know, I, we it, try and be as uh, 
<laughs> as accommodating as we can. But unfortunately, some of those things those things do happen sometimes. But we're certainly sorry to hear that. Well, yeah. it wasn't me. It was some kid who I can't even remember who it was now. But uh, something about a kid climbing out on a window, that's not always encouraged. Oh, my goodness. And I'm sure it happens all the oh, time when goodness. you got youngsters there uh, on these that's little true. field trips and stuff like that. But that was my – that's been a while. So hopefully all that uh, foolishness has subsided. We're talking with Butch Helton. He is the Pigeon Forge Office of Special Events Guru, and he's also the guru of this upcoming Mountain Quilt Fest. This is the 25th Mountain Quilt Fest going on March 20 through the 23rd. And look, we've got to tell you everybody here on the show that quilting is a Southern tradition. I know it, it's been done all over the world, but it is something that's been a part of this region for a long, long time. And I'm just tickled that in Pigeon Forge, they continue each year to gather and have this show. Now, what makes this quilt fest different from other quilt gatherings around the country? Okay, well, a couple of things, my friend, and you're exactly right. It is a time-honored tradition, and that's part of what we're doing. This this started uh, years ago as a very small uh, uh, show in the local Methodist church. The city approached them, said, hey, why don't we all get together and work together and see if we can't grow this thing? And we've been working uh, with those two local guilds ever since and have had tremendous growth with it. A couple of things makes our show very different from uh, from a lot of others, John. Number one, we're a free show. As Gomer Pyle says, we don't charge you nothing well, as to come Go- to see our show. As Gomer uh, Pyle, hold on, Butch, as Gomer Pyle <laughs> out of Sylacauga, Alabama would say, well, golly! Go- Golly! But uh, there is there is no admission charge and to come in and to view the quilts and shop in the big vendor mall. And it look, we're going to have uh, close to six hundred quilts on display this year at the Leconte Center in Pigeon Forge. Uh, the LeConte Center has been there uh, about uh, almost six years now. We're all under one roof, all the quilts, vendors, everything. It's a one-stop deal. If you get to Pigeon Forge, get here to the LeConte Center right off Teaster Lane, and uh, you are in business. No charge to come in and view those almost 600 beautiful quilts of all shapes, sizes i mean when we get those up and it and and i have an opportunity to walk through there and just look at some of them before we open up to the public i'm just awestruck by the 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 craftsmanship and the work that have went into these and um we have also john we'll have 60 uh 67 on-site vendors in there and the quilts and the vendors are all interspersed in the same big room there at the Leconte Center and they are selling every conceivable uh, product related to quilting you could want or would ever want to have. If you can't find it there, you just need to give up, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and quit quilting. But they really do. They're, they're, uh, they're there on site. They'll share their knowledge with you. There's on-site demos. We have a quilt appraiser and, you know, a lot of folks, and, and maybe you, and I know I did in my family, we've got quilts that, you know, your grandmother gave you, and they've been around forever, and you think, gee, you know, this this might be worth something. We have an on-site for a fee. Now, we do. she does charge a fee for this, but she will appraise that quilt for you, and insurance companies will accept it, and she'll tell you what, that's, uh, what that quilt is worth. And I couldn't tell you how many people have come in and said, you know, this was in our closet. You know, grandmother gave it to us 40 years ago, and she 
ends up telling them they just think it's an old quilt or a blanket or something, and she tells them it's worth, you know, $1,500, and they just, wow, you know, they, they can't believe it. But we've got that. There's on-site demos. There's a lot of companies there that, that sell quilting-related products. They do They do demonstrations. We have... 70 instructional classes by world-class instructors. There are, there, are, there are fees for the classes. Those are not free. We do have to charge for them. But they can teach you how to make quilts. They no can way. teach you all kinds of methods. That, and, and there are so many. The technology has changed, too. I remember my grandmother made them. She just hand-stitched a lot of things or had one of them old pump uh, sewing machines you know that you had to work it with the foot pedal and everything but now i mean it, it, it's even went high tech i mean they, they can show you uh there there are uh, sewing machines that are high tech and it's incredible we have 70 classes and or and lectures that we um that we offer where people and it's very well attended with folks that are quilting guilds and people that are still making quilts getting together and, and doing that time-honored uh tradition and keeping that alive because, like you said, it's very much about our southern and Appalachian heritage. But we get folks all over the United States. I'm sure the question you're going to ask me, how many people do we have here? Over the course of those that Wednesday through Saturday that we are open, John, we will have, based on previous years, around between ten and 11,000 people will come right. through the LeConte Center over there. So we've got a big crowd. But, you know, we encourage people to come because we've got plenty of places for you to stay here in Pigeon Forge, you know got all kinds of room and like i was saying earlier a lot of a lot of stuff for folks to do here while they're doing it. if uh, you know if your husband wants to come with you and he may not we have a lot of those where you see him dropping them off in the morning and picking them up in the evening but there's things for him to do during the day too here in pigeon forge and the surrounding area so That's we're right. excited about that as well yes sir and if you want to go on the cheap which we don't encourage we encourage you to get a hotel there in pigeon forge tennessee but i, I guess butch if you wanted to go cheap you could bring a couple extra quilts and kind of camp out somewhere on a street. <laughs> well, I don't know about on the street, but we got some campgrounds. That they'll certainly <laughs> let you do that and everything. I I don't know about the street. Well, but, since uh, you're going to have quilts, yeah, quilts, I guess you could have enough quilts to be have a soft surface, and then you could cover up in case you got a cool night there. <laughs> That's right. We I, we always joke when we're setting up and hanging those quilts, and sometimes we're there to late hours of the morning, and somebody will get sleepy and they'll say, "Well, let's go over and get one of those quilts and curl up." Of course, some of those expensive ones, you know, some of these ladies might kill you if if they found you curled up sleeping in one of their quilts it's really you know originally when quilting starting it was just for warmth you know to keep mm-hmm. people warm and now they're like works works of art and very valuable and some of them are very expensive so yeah. yes if yes, you go sir. if you butch and everybody out there if you go to the website mypigeonforge.com and pigeon forge is spelled p-i-g-e-o-n mypigeonforge.com you can find the event for this upcoming quilt fest he's got on that website great photos of a past quilt fest and it looks like an art exhibit it really does i mean these things are so so well done and it's just it's even if you don't think you like quilts man it's worth checking out and it's the right price it's free my goodness and it's going on march 20 through march 23rd in pigeon forge and and a reminder butch these quilts if if you go there and you've got a little extra spending money you can actually buy some of these quilts right 
you actually can. You know, okay. many, many, almost, almost all of them are for sale. Okay, and uh, we put people in touch with the with the owner, the person who has them on display, and let them work all that out. But yes, sir, there are if you want, if you are so inclined to buy purchase a quilt while you're here, uh, you can do that as well. You sure can. And did you tell us the number of quilts that are on average on display at this event? We have almost 600. Almost We're right 600. at 580-something. So we have almost 600 quilts on display there. Man, that is incredible. Again, if you it, go, it is incredible. If you go to MyPigeonForge.com, you can see photos so you'll know what we're talking about. We're not just making this stuff up, y'all. And also, you've got information <laughs> on the event times and also the phone number if you've got more information. Just a great job there by... Pigeon Forge, Tennessee's tourism office and all of those involved with where this is going on. By the way, if you're somewhat familiar with Pigeon Forge and you want to find where this is going on there in Pigeon Forge, this location for the quilt show is at the LeConte Center. That is spelled L-E-C-O-N-T-E. And that is just off of Teaster Lane. It's sandwiched between Teaster Lane and the Parkway in Pigeon Forge. And it is technically right on the edge of the west prong of the little pigeon river are those pretty good directions those are excellent directions i couldn't have done that better myself my friend you did a great job it's kind of right it's right across the little pigeon from walgreens i hope you have only one it is walgreens there in the hub of pigeon forge it sure is, and our office is right across the street from Walgreens. So I, well, I'm, I'm right there in that area as we're speaking. Yeah, the Lacanze. We're just right across the street from the Lacanze Center. So yeah, it, 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 it's a wonder. It's oh, it's a beautiful. And wait till they get in and see the building, the woodwork, and everything is in it. Opened up in 2013. Uh, 200 uh, or excuse me 332,000 square feet there in the Leconte Center breakout rooms it is a it is a gorgeous gorgeous place rock work outside and inside on the building a beautiful building beautiful quilts and here in the beautiful Smoky Mountains in Pigeon Forge well, again it's been a while since I've been there but according to the Google Maps Butch if you say you're right across the street from the Walgreens, that must mean you're just a chip shot away from a place called Mama's Farmhouse. Oh, yes. Good place to eat, too. We're very close to there. Yeah, yes, I, yes, I, yes. I, I haven't been there, but I love the name. Mama's Farmhouse. Mama's and Farmhouse. there's also other great dining options in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. So it's the perfect weekend. If you're listening to us right now and you're a you're a guy and you, you know you need to do something for your sweetie, maybe you didn't do enough for her for Valentine's Day, go to Pigeon Forge. Take her there. Surprise her. She's going to love you for it. If you're a lady out there and you've got a, a husband, hey, convince him that this is something that all of you need to do and you can go have a romantic weekend a fun weekend it's a family friendly event too it's march 20 march 23rd in pigeon forge tennessee the 25th annual mountain quilt fest again go to my pigeon forge for more info we can't thank butch helton enough for coming on today's y'all show and giving us a preview of what's to come and get the quilting Thank you very much, John. And y'all come see us here in Pigeon Forge. I guarantee you we'll make you feel right at home. Well, golly. Thank you, Butch. <laughs> well, that will wrap Thank up. Thank you, John. Yes, sir. Well, that will wrap up this hour of the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. When we come back in hour two, we've got more goodness, including an SEC report. We're going to talk, hey, speaking of East Tennessee, we're going to talk Tennessee Vols with SEC insider Austin Stanley. That is coming up in hour two. Plus, we'll take a quick look at some new books available 
for you. This is the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text NICE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text NICE to 84888. That's N-I-C-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com slash TNC. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 7575. That's promo code 7575 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Let's get crazy! In movies, when someone at a party jumps into a pool fully dressed, everyone cheers them on and jumps in too. Just so you know, in real life parties, nobody jumps in after you. You just look stupid. Come on, jump in! Come on! Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hello there, lads and ladies. Welcome to the Y'all Show. Uh, it is March 7th, not March 17th. Only 10 days away from St. Patty's Day. Welcome into the Y'all Show. And I'll put on my normal voice here. Uh, let me crank back, reel that Irish thing. Give you a good old Dublin, Georgia accent here on the Y'all Show. I'm not from Dublin, Georgia, but I know there's a Dublin, Georgia. And there's one across the pond somewhere in ireland supposedly this is the y'all show where we do talk with a southern american accent and we do all kind of cool stuff on the show we talk barbecue we talk religion politics news we talk fashion from time to time oh yes we love to talk fashion 
We also have plenty of good music talk and more. We have sports talk on the Y'all Show. And today, in just a few minutes, in the second hour of the Thursday Y'all, we're going to be joined by Austin Stanley, and he is with the website A to Z Sports Nashville. And my goodness, we're going to put the spotlight on the Tennessee Vols. One of the best programs in college basketball, a program that has a real chance of going to the Final Four for the first time in UT's history. We'll talk Tennessee basketball, men's and women's basketball, and golly, Coach Warlick of the women's program, it ain't good, and we may not see her around Knoxville much longer as head coach, at least, of UT. We'll get Austin's take on that. We'll also discuss... Tennessee football. Tennessee had a very good signing day in the spring, and today is the start of Tennessee's spring football drills. And they work their work they'll work their way up to the spring game in mid-April. We'll tell you all of those details with Austin when he joins us. And we're not gonna walk away today without bragging. On the Tennessee baseball team, they're in the top twenty-five, y'all. Tennessee Volunteer baseball has been an embarrassment for a long time, but at least for right now, the Big Orange baseball team is doing darn good, and we'll get Austin's inside analysis of that program when he joins us in our SEC Spotlight in the very next segment. And that That's exciting. I'm I'm pumped to hear all about Tennessee Vols sports with Austin. So that's coming up. Right now on the Y'all Show, we have By the Book, where we look at new reads and what you have for choices if you're into books. Perhaps you should be into books. And we're going to start today reading the chart from Amazon. They have the top 20 most sold and most read books of this week from Amazon.com. And once again, this is a book that's been on the list for 26 weeks at number one, Delia Owens' Where the Crawl Dads Sing. I would love to be, have been her publisher, which is G.P. Putnam & Sons, or her agent, Russell Galen. <laughs> they they gambled and they won big when they signed her up. Delia Owens, uh, and this is a number one New York Times bestselling book, Where the Crawl Dads Sing. I, I have yet to find anybody who's read it, but according to Amazon, it's number one. And I want to get your input here on the Y'all Show you can hit us up via text 803-816-1170. What is so special about this book? I mean, she's got a connection to the South, so we're happy, happy about that. But this has been a force in terms of book sales in almost a half year now, 26 weeks on the, I guess that is halfway through the year that she's been way up on the charts. Delia, D-E-L-I-O Owens, where the crawl dad sing. I think someone's scrambling right now to get those movie rights signed pronto. But congrats to Delia and the great success of that book. Number two on Amazon's list of the top 20 most sold and most read books of this week, The Silent Patient. And this is from author Alex McKeldes. And it is another New York Times best-selling book out on Celadon Books. Number three, Where the Forest Meets the Stars from Glindy Vandra. And it looks like some kind of science fiction book. I haven't uh, studied studied too closely. Some of these may have zero interest for you. Some may be very interesting. The next one 
is a book that the cover is a little little different it's a picture of a guy's six-pack abs on the cover and it's got surprise delivery by rr banks now looking at the photo and looking at the name of this book it looks like it might be a book about (laughs) a guy that delivered a baby (laughs) which would truly be a fictional work there but uh, surprise delivery out right now kindle unlimited you can check it out it's number four on the amazon list up next is the latest jk jk rowling book harry potter and the sorcerer's stone and uh, that's from pottermore publishing number five and 20 years of making harry potter books from jk rowling right now so that one if you're into the harry potter series is it's available for you what the wind knows is out from author amy Harmon. Number seven on the list is The Coroner from Jennifer Gracier Dornbush from Crooked Lane Books. A mystery novel, The Coroner. I've got a friend of mine. I've got to give him a shout. Caesar, my friend, he takes care of me when I go to see my son at the hotel that uh, always takes care of me. And one of my nicknames in addition to general sometimes i'm called colonel so i guess i'm kind of halfway between a colonel and a general (laughs) just call me a commodore that would be a a good title but i think he knows my nickname really is colonel raw but he calls me or at least an email coroner as in like the guy that takes care of people when they die and he calls me coroner raw so i don't want to correct him because i think he actually knows and he's just calling me that to pick on me but look look fellas and and ladies (laughs) i don't like coroners i don't ever want to come across a coroner living or deceased that would be me i don't want a coroner to come check me out because usually if a coroner comes and checks you out something really bad's happened to you and i none of us want that right no i didn't think so but the coroner is a book not in real life here this is a book by jennifer gracer dornbush and it's number seven on the amazon list up next at number eight eleanor oliphant is completely fine this looks like a good southern book written by gail honeyman and it's been on the list for 13 weeks it's out on penguin up next at number nine mark sullivan's beneath a scarlet sky number 10 the rescue from stephen concoli Number 11, The Killer Collective by Barry Eisler. Number 12, The Beantown Girls. Now, I would think that has something to do with Boston. It looks like it's set in World War II. And Jane Healy penned this book. Been on the list for three weeks now. Next is a historical book that I would be interested in because I'm all about history and I like World War II history, even though this subject of this book is very disturbing. It's about Auschwitz. The name of the book by Heather Morris is The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Now, I haven't read the book. I haven't read the preview of this book, but I do know enough about the concentration camp era to know that if you are if you were taken in by the SS during World War II and sent to a concentration camp, you got a tattoo whether you were jewish or you were gay or you were a gypsy i didn't realize until i read a uh, watched the movie recently that they actually took in people who had fought against the regime that germany supported in spain the other side they ended up taking prisoners of that to 
the concentration camps in Germany during World War II. So these were Spaniards. Spain wasn't even fighting during World War II, but they were in the concentration camps. And no matter what the reason you were in a concentration camp, you received a tattoo on your left arm. And of course, it was humiliating to receive that. And of course, so many million people died with those tattoos. Luckily, people did survive the concentration camps. And those handful of Holocaust survivors, even though it's a symbol that goes back to the 1940s, that tattoo that's still on them, you have to think, is a a sense of pride just because they're a survivor of such a horrible thing and they can share with that. There's no denying if you're a Holocaust survivor because you can look on that arm. They, they, They tattooed kids. They tattooed everyone. And that tattoo is that constant reminder to those who survived the onslaught of the Holocaust of what they went through. And you cannot deny that. Number 14 is Tumble by Adriana Locke. Number 15 on the list from Amazon, Edge of Eternity by author Ken Follett. 16, The Perfect Child by Lucinda Berry. That is my autobiography right there. The Perfect Child. No, I'm I'm kidding. I was not perfect, but I wasn't too far off. Maybe you were perfect. Hopefully, this book is about y'all. Lucinda Berry, The Perfect Child. 17, The Victory Garden by Reese Bowen. Number 18, The Storyteller's Secret from Sajal Badani. Number 19, The Border by don winslow this is a novel but it's got to do with the mexican u.s border and very fitting for the times for don winslow to come out with this book and last but not least on the amazon's best-selling list the secret orphan by glennis peters this looks like something world war ii related as well set in england the secret orphan and those are your look at amazon's top 20 most sold and most read books of the week so go go pick up a good read or go online get you a kindle and and read 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 and remember you heard about them right here on the y'all show that is if you get any of these books keep that in mind we're we're pro books here we're also pro sec sports when we come back on the y'all show austin stanley's gonna join us direct from tennessee and he's gonna tell us all about the tennessee vols and the vols basketball team's quest to not only win the SEC, but perhaps make it to big-time March Madness success. All that is ahead in our Tennessee Vol Spotlight on the Y'all Show. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone? Uh, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up courtesy of grasshopper thanks for calling green landscaping to make an appointment dial one for billing dial two to speak with greg smith dial. there's no contest put your best voice forward with grasshopper the virtual phone system for small business try it free at grasshopper.com it's coming you know what to do hey i'm gonna just rip this band-aid off we need to break up you're just you're not good for me i'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you and i'm not getting any benefits from this relationship you're just a basic memory foam mattress i deserve better and before you ask yes there is someone else i've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now don't blame yourself how can you compete with a bed that totally supports me hugs my pressure points and sleeps so effortlessly cool not to mention the 100 night trial and free shipping now that's a bed with benefits it'll make me feel better than you ever could 
Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text NICE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text NICE to 84888. That's N-I-C-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com slash TNC. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 7575. That's promo code 7575 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. The Thursday, y'all, continues on good old Rocky Top and every other place in Big Orange Country. This is the Y'all Show. This is John Rawl. This is the SEC Spotlight of the Y'all Show. And we have a special guest joining us from Big Orange Country. From A to Z Sports Nashville.com, we have Austin Stanley on the line with us. Hello, Austin. Hey, John. What's going on? Oh, we are just glad to have you and looking forward to talking a little SEC sports with a big orange bent. How does that sound? Sounds good. And with Tennessee, man, there's so much we can cover. A lot of really good info and maybe some not so good info. So, Austin, reach in that bag and that beautiful bag and pull out the topic you want to talk about the most. Well, I think it kind of all, everything is looking at right now at the, the basketball team and, and coming off of a senior night win uh, on Tuesday night over Mississippi State where Grant, uh, excuse me, Ad- Admiral Schofield had his last game in Thompson Bowling Arena, same as Kyle Alexander and uh, very emotional for a lot of Tennessee fans. Getting the win was uh, impressive because that's an undefeated 18-0 and home record this season and now the win streak is at a at 26 games, which leads uh, the entire country of college basketball for a home winning streak. And uh, they've been really taking care of business at home, but now that's over because uh, on Saturday, got to go to Auburn. Auburn, a very capable team, a lot different of a team at home than they are on the road. So if Tennessee can uh, beat Auburn, then that's at least a share of a second straight SEC regular season title. And then it's the postseason where it all matters. It's uh, how far can they get? Uh, how limited is this team going to be in the postseason? Can they get to a Final Four? What's the seating? What's the bracket draw going to be like? It's all about all about uh, college basketball right now. Tennessee, fifteen and two in conference play, and the number five team in men's college basketball. A huge win. Let's not forget this past weekend when Kentucky came into Thompson Bowling, and that was a big win. I know beating Mississippi State had to feel good, but boy, I'm sure Rocky Top fans and all over Big Orange Country are still excited about getting revenge on UK. Yeah, for sure. And I was actually at that game, uh, and it was a big deal uh, for sure. Um, uh, for what they were able to do 
there and it was a crazy atmosphere um thompson bowling brought it and i think it kind of settled down the nerves of tennessee fans about what this team can eventually be because there was that stretch uh that kind of started um with the kentucky loss uh, at least on the outskirts but honestly i was kind of looking at tennessee and they had had a couple 12 point wins at home over sec teams uh, leading up to that loss to Kentucky and Rump, that where they weren't really playing that sharp. They were sloppy on defense, but they were playing a bad Missouri team, a bad South Carolina team, and so they were able to to skirt by with no big issue. But then it all came to a head. Kentucky derailed them. Uh, then a, a tough, close game to Vanderbilt that should not have been tough and close. The loss at LSU, and then getting right, having a big moment. Uh, of coming up and winning a close game on the road at Ole Miss midweek, uh, I think got them straightened out and then obviously uh, tearing down Kentucky on Saturday in Knoxville. Now, Austin, you spend plenty of time in middle and east Tennessee some as well, and there's no shortage of Kentucky Wildcat fans in either areas of Tennessee there. Uh, are they a little bit less quiet this week? Because they can be rather arrogant at times. Oh, yeah, but you're right. They're, they're front runners. <laughs> it's whenever uh, Kentucky does well, they're as loud as they can be. Whenever Kentucky gets beat, they're pretty quiet. Same thing happened uh, with Tennessee and Kentucky this past football season when Kentucky was having one of its best seasons and still did have one of its best seasons in uh, program history. Talking a lot of trash uh, leading up to that game in Knoxville in November, and then Tennessee stomped them 24-7, and they kind of went away. And then of course, they came back right after that uh, basketball win in Lexington, and now they're away again. Uh, and so Kentucky has – Kentucky's a good team. And so it'll be really interesting to see what it's like next week in Nashville, uh, wherever. You know, there's a chance that Kentucky and Tennessee are matched up in a semifinal game in the SEC ta- tournament on a Saturday, and that would be – that environment will be very blue and orange. Well, this is the SEC Spotlight on the Y'all Show, and if you look at the SEC standings, yes, Tennessee is comfortably atop the standings with a 15-2 and mark. Now, they do have some competition. Austin mentioned they've got that finale at Jordan, at not Jordan here, at uh, Auburn Arena, I think it's what it's called. They'll be taking on former head coach Bruce Pearl's Auburn Tigers team with a chance to at least clinch a share of the SEC. Now, they could win it outright if LSU loses another game, perhaps, or Kentucky definitely loses another game and Tennessee loses also, then then that uh, would give them the the regular season title. Auburn's 10-7. and seven. South Carolina is 10-7. and seven. I think I saw somewhere where Frank Martin's club can sew up the fourth seed in the SEC tournament if Auburn does fall to Tennessee this weekend. So a nice turnaround in conference play for the Gamecocks. Florida is 9-7. and seven. Mississippi State is 9-8 and eight currently. Ole Miss 9-8. and eight. Alabama has had a losing season. I don't know what happened down there because we thought they were getting things turned around they're in T-Town, but uh, they're having a losing season as of now in conference play. Arkansas, Texas A&M, Missouri, Georgia, Vanderbilt, all having tough seasons. Vandy, still winless as of this show today. Oh, and 16. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Vandy fans are, are just happy that their baseball team is number one in the country right now. Well, Because uh, they, they checked out on this basketball team. A long time ago. The Darius Garland injury, I know it's tough, but that shouldn't be an excuse for going over in the SEC uh, league play. I mean, that, that it's inexcusable. It's 
they're the first ever SEC team to go 0-15 in conference, and they've added to that, and I think they're going to add to that some more. And they've got talent. You know, Neesmith's a good player. Saban Lee is a good player. Simi Shitu is a good player. They're just not able to put anything together, and that falls squarely on the shoulders of Bryce Drew, the head coach. It's year three. They've gotten worse every year, and this year is an absolute bottom-out year, especially because of the expectations they had uh, coming into the year with a, a couple top 15 guys that might have been playing in the NBA next year. Uh, Simi Shitu is not good enough to go to the NBA, and Darius Garland hurt his meniscus in the first month of the season uh, that put him on the shelf. Yeah. Well, you talked about Vanderbilt fans being a little – Happy at least their team is ranked number one in the country for college baseball. Friends, here's a little cliffhanger here. We have some incredible news about college baseball and the Tennessee Vols that we'll tell you about in the next segment here on the Y'all Shows. You, you got to stick around. By the way, we're talking with Austin Stanley. He is with the website A to Z Sports Nashville.com. And Austin, got to give you a proper shout out. If our listeners here today say, golly, that voice sounds a little familiar. Austin, <laughs> Austin, I actually pulled a little audio from you after that huge win that Tennessee got in overtime against Vanderbilt and you went on yeah. you went on Pinterest I think I don't know how I found you and it's you were just Periscope <laughs> Periscope that's it not Pinterest I, I don't think I've ever been on Pinterest uh, I don't want to talk about the other websites you may or may not have gone to in your life either however you were on Periscope you're right starts with a P my apologies and you were very uh, colorful with your post-game analysis of that huge win although close win against Vanderbilt so if you heard Austin a few weeks ago for that yes he's on there and he does a great job I guess this is a common thing for you to go on Periscope and talk about all the Tennessee sporting activities oh uh, yeah that's that our business is based on digital media and social media and that's how Zach Bingham and myself do our sports talk show it's a little, it's a little different We're, we used to be on traditional uh a d- traditional radio uh and now we do our sports talk show weekday mornings at eight on our facebook page a to z sports nashville and on twitter which is at a to z sports so we go live stream video stream for an hour plus plus most of the time talking all titans topics vols topics other sec the preds are gearing up for a playoff push so uh the, the best way to get a hold of us is either follow us on twitter uh, follow us on Facebook and then our Instagram as well at A to Z Sports. All right. Well, I would love to have tuned in on Saturday of this past weekend when you got the big win over Kentucky there for Tennessee's basketball program. Any thoughts about Tennessee basketball going into the SEC tournament and or March Madness? Yeah, I think it's it's really interesting to see how this is going to how this regular season is going to end this week. The seating I mentioned the potential of Kentucky and Tennessee playing in a semifinal on Saturday. If Tennessee is going to win the, the SEC tournament, it would rather them get to avoid one of Kentucky or LSU. And Tennessee needs to be rooting for an LSU loss uh, this week, which it might be difficult to get that. Uh, but if Tennessee doesn't get that loss from LSU, that means winning an SEC tournament title would include wins over Kentucky, excuse me, Kentucky and LSU which if they could pull that off, that's a guaranteed one seed in the NCAA tournament. Uh, and then it's all about Final Four, man. It's it's can the Vols get to the Final Four and what kind of draw do they get? And has Tennessee been to the Final Four of men's basketball? Never. Uh, never been to the Final Four. Got to the Elite Eight back in the spring of 2010. Uh, Bruce Pearl's second to last season 
in Knoxville. Had a really good team that year uh, against Michigan State in the Elite Eight game. Scotty Hobson missed a free throw and lose by one. Mm. And then that was when Butler with Gordon Hayward beat Michigan State the next week and then lost to Duke at the buzzer in the championship game. So Tennessee was right there nipping at the heels uh, of the Final Four in 2010. But Rick Barnes, I think, has a better team than that team. That team was very talented. Uh, but this team has a lot more experience and overall better star power than the 2010 team. All right. So you're saying here, Austin, there's a chance that UT could be in the Final Four for the first time in school history. Sure. I mean, they were number one in the country for a month and uh, have quality wins. 27-3 and three is the record right now. Those three losses, one of them was in overtime on a neutral court to Kansas when Kansas was fully healthy and was the second-ranked team in the country. Uh, and The one loss was at Rupp Arena, where a lot of teams go to die. And then the third loss was at LSU in overtime, mind mm-hmm. you, by like one point, two points. So Tennessee's three losses came all away from home and all to top 13 teams in the country. So – They've won a lot of games by a lot of points, and the losses have have been to some pretty good opponents. All right. Reminder, the SEC tournament will be in Austin's backyard. It'll be in Nashville next week. And Austin, I understand you and Zach, A to Z Sports Nashville, has some pretty cool stuff going on in Music City next week for the SEC tournament. Yeah, we do. We uh, teamed up with the Omni Nashville Hotel, their sports bar right there, about a half block away from Bridgestone Arena from the tournament. is called Bar Line. So we'll be down there for – the SEC tournament festivities Thursday and Friday morning doing our live show then. Uh, and then we've also signed up with bar lines throughout the Predators playoff push as well. And uh, that's a big deal because, uh, and, you know, Nashville turns into Smashville 100% and goes hard for the Preds playoff push that could be one round or it could be two months. You never know what's going to happen there. Well, I was in the Omni Hotel just the other week for the radio seminar, and there were evidently must have been a Predators game going on that night. Now, it was well after whatever they call that in hockey, the first uh, tip-off, whatever that's called. What is that? Puck drop. Puck drop. It, it was well after that time, and that entire Omni Hotel had plenty of people still walking around wearing their Predators gear. So I guess you don't have to go into the arena to still go to the Omni and pull for the Nashville Predators hockey team. But there'll be a lot of yeah, big Orange fans checking you out when you're in Nashville doing the coverage for the sec tournament of course if you're a hater of ut you like any of the other sec teams you're welcome to stop by the omni and check out what they're doing there a to z sports national i have to ask you about this question before we move on to other sports there was a story that came out from rocky top from the hill on tuesday night some students protested during tennessee's game against mississippi state what is this all about I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't know a lot of the backstory. Uh, as I drove up to campus or rode up to campus last week for the Kentucky game, I I kind of learned a little bit, but not a lot of details. There's been some friction uh, across the student body, uh, some racial friction. I, I'm not exactly sure okay. the details on that one, so not enough to really give a comment it's about It's a it. developing story, but according to the headlines, Vol students protest after campus controversy, and they made themselves, I guess, be seen behind the bench or something like that during that Mississippi State game this week. So not sure what's going on there. More campus craziness, y'all. Hey, another not-so-good story for Tennessee, the Tennessee women's basketball program. What is going on there? 
I think it's time for Holly Warlick uh, to be relieved of her duties as head coach of Lady Vols. It's just she's setting all the wrong records. She's setting records for the first four-game losing streak. Uh, she's setting records for the first uh, three-game home losing streak in SEC play. Uh, she's she's just not living up. To, I, look, it's impossible to live up to Pat Summit and Holly Warlick has her jersey number hanging in the rafters at Thompson Bowling as a player. I mean, a longtime assistant of Pat Summit, uh, but it's just not working out. And she's recruited top classes. She has all the talent. It's just not coming together. And it's not the standard that Lady Vols basketball needs to be held to. Uh, Philip Fulmer is a really close friend of Holly Warlick since they spent about 20 plus, I don't know, 30 years maybe together on campus uh, in different roles. And so it's going to be a really big decision uh, the, the biggest decision outside of hiring Jeremy Pruitt for Philip Fulmer to date is the decision to make on Holly Warlick, which the obvious one is to relieve her of her duties. But does she resign? Does she get fired? It's, it'll be interesting to see how they handle that. All right. Well, somebody around Knoxville's got a sword right now, hoping that maybe she'll just stumble upon it. We'll see what happens there. But, of course, she's UT through and through, and I know that's a tough decision, but perhaps she needs to take one for the team as evidently the the record doesn't lie look at the records tennessee's women's basketball program has had a very very tough year and frankly hasn't been that much to brag about the last couple of years we will continue our conversation about tennessee vol sports with austin stanley when we come back we've got ut football and ut baseball to brag about this is the y'all show talk with a southern accent And caller number nine for $1 million. Rita, complete this quote. Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Chocolates. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video streams at up to 480p+. Plus. Music at up to 500 kilobits per second. Gaming at up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. A slippery bathroom floor can result in expensive hospital bills. So today, I'll show you how to cushion a serious fall by filling your bathroom with thousands of plastic balls. Just nail a piece of plywood across the doorway and dump in 2,000 multicolored plastic balls. You could try to protect yourself with a bathroom full of plastic balls, or you could get liability coverage through the Geico Insurance Agency. Visit geico.com and see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Rolaids presents The Heartburn Blues <sighs> So the kids decided to cut their own hair today And somebody's ink pen exploded in the wash And family fajita night left me with the heartburn blues But Rolaids made it all fine 
Rolaid starts working as fast as now, so you can take control of even your worst heartburn. Get your groove back with Rolaids. Refers to acid neutralization. Uses directed. final segment of the thursday y'all talk with a southern accent i'm john rawl and we're going down the field with austin stanley he is our special guest and he's on to talk about the tennessee vols in our sec spotlight and austin's with the website a to z sports nashville.com go there right now you can find youtube videos podcasts plenty of information about not only the tennessee vols but the nashville predators the tennessee titans and so much more these guys both austin and zach do an incredible job daily and just about every hour of the day it seems and we encourage you to go to a to z sports nashville.com to learn more of the great coverage they have on all things nashville and more all right austin let's talk a little tennessee vols football and i saw somewhere there's a quarterback coming in that looks like he's right out of the nfl he's a pro style quarterback and it's the first for an sec program oh yeah i mean he's a high school kid recruit uh yeah he's um he's just a recruit coming out um in the vault i guess tennessee and jeremy pruitt uh thought he was good enough to offer um this quarterback out of texas and and jeremy pruitt goes an interesting way about uh how he sends out his scholarship offers and he makes you come on campus and either camp or visit before he will offer you a scholarship. So if this quarterback is lives up to the billing and he actually met with Jeremy Pruitt to get a scholarship offer, it'll be interesting to see how Tennessee uh, goes down the road with their quarterback recruiting. And this is Jalen Kitna we're talking about. Something tells me he's got to be connected to John Kitna, the old quarterback of the NFL. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, I, I doubt there's many kittens rolling around the uh, the country <laughs> for sure. Jalen, and he's only a high school junior, so he's got another year, I guess, to play. But he's already made his commitment, at least, to the Big Orange. All right, we haven't had a chance to talk to you specifically about Tennessee. So, what's going on in the program? Spring football, Jeremy Pruitt. How's everything progressing here in year two for the Pruitt era? I think it's a big spring. Uh, had a big recruiting class. A lot of uh, a lot of weight that he added during this recruiting class because Tennessee was really, really weak uh, on the offensive line last season, and it caused a lot of issues, the entire offense, ranking it one of the worst in the SEC this past year. And uh, then on on the defensive line of the ball, even side of the ball, the defensive line was pretty solid last season, but Tennessee had three seniors graduate, and so they had to restock there. And uh, two five-star tackles were signed this past February, uh, Wanya Morris is an early enrollee, so he's on campus. So it's very important to get him and some of the other young offensive linemen in the weight room, going through practice, get acclimated with a playbook to where hopefully Tennessee can have both Wanya Morris and the other uh, true freshmen who will join in the summer, Darnell Wright, be booking left tackles and right tackles for next season because uh, they're big-time upgrades over – uh, what Tennessee already had in the roster for the tackle position. Uh, and then that makes every, the entire offensive line a lot better once you have your two bookend tackles there. 
uh, for the next couple of years. And then it's all about, again, the uh, development of quarterback Jarek Arantano. Can he take the next step? New offensive coordinator with Jim Chaney coming in from Georgia, more of a pro-style guy. Jim Chaney worked wonders once before with a veteran t- Tennessee quarterback, uh, who was entering his uh, second year of starting, and and that was Jonathan Crompton back in 2009 when Lane Kiffin took the head coaching job. Jonathan Crompton had only thrown about nine touchdowns in his first three years at Tennessee, and then when Jim Chaney was calling the offense, Crompton threw 27 touchdowns as a senior. Jerry Garantano, if he has that type of breakout year under Jim Chaney, Tennessee could definitely win eight games next season uh which is a big jump from the five and seven year they had in year one well it is perfect time to talk ut football with you austin because today is the start of the vols spring practice they'll have 15 practices and that will all end up in the orange and white game that's set for april the 13th it'll be televised at 6 p.m on the sec network so spring football is here today for tennessee vol fans whoo i know they've been excited to get back out on that practice field in fact if you go to a to z sports nashville.com you'll see a great article pinned by austin's cohort zach reagan there and he's got the article tennessee vols pre-spring practice depth chart prediction and you talked about garantano at qb no surprise there now some of these other names i'm not too familiar with but uh are, have you have you seen the same article i'm looking at are these in a lot of cases the same guys that were starting last year people like josh palmer at wide receiver marquez calloway ty chandler do those names sound familiar yeah yeah a lot of uh tennessee's and really tennessee returned everybody at the skill positions on offense okay ty chandler had a breakout year as a running back also pretty special out of the backfield and then the three wide receivers i think are, are up there as you know one of the deeper more talented positions uh wide receiver groups in the sec since Ole miss uh lost all their guys to the draft mark west callaway big tall guy can go up and get the football same thing with Jawan jennings those two guys are very physical josh palmer is more of your speed guy that can bust it open down the field uh then dominic wood anderson was a uh junior college transfer that came in last year so this will be his second year with tennessee and, and has been a you know a well-rounded tight end he can block in the run game could also help out a uh, big body six four plus 260 pounds can can and a good athlete can run down the field and make some big time catches and you look at the uh offensive line i kind of mentioned that with Wanya morris brandon kennedy should be back at center after tearing his acl after week one this past year and then jerome carvin and jameer johnson both were pushed into duty as true freshmen last year who were significantly underweight but had to play out of necessity. Hopefully another year in the weight room can help them out. And on defense, that's where you're going to see a lot of new names up front on the defensive line. Uh, the linebackers should be fairly familiar to you with Jer- Darren Kirkland Jr. back for his fifth year, and Daniel Batuli will be a junior. Those are That's a strong part of Tennessee's uh, defense and then the, the safety position with Nigel Warrior and Trayvon Flowers, another strength. And then those two cornerbacks, Alante Taylor and Bryce Thompson, uh, got s- started the majority of the season last year, both being true freshmen and showed a lot of ability. So the second year for those two guys, Taylor and Thompson at cornerback, I think there's a couple future NFL guys down the road with those two guys. So uh, hopefully they can take the next step forward for Tennessee. 
Austin, looking at the depth chart, I've got to give proper shout out to these fellows because they're backups right now, at least according to the prediction for the spring depth chart. But I love these names on the defense for backups. Sean Schamberger, love that name, and Balin, <laughs> Balin Buchanan. Yeah, Sean Schamberger's a junior, uh, and he's been around for a little bit. He was kind of in the doghouse of, uh, of Jeremy Pruitt's uh, last year as he wasn't exactly buying in immediately to um, the new system mm-hmm. that Jeremy Pruitt had in, in, put in. And uh, Balin Buchanan has a lot of really good uh, bloodlines as his father, Ray Buchanan, played in the NFL for a long time. So Balin Buchanan is not exactly the fastest player out there on the field, but he has some pretty decent instincts. Um when he plays in the box as a good tackler can blitz off the edge as a, as a nickel cornerback. But yeah, son of Ray Buchanan, former NFL player. Not a bad pedigree there. All right. Have you heard anything about how coach Pruitt's done during these weeks leading into spring practice? Has he been touring the state at all, or has he been in a bunker just strategizing? Oh, this is uh, recruiting time. Okay. Because uh, as soon as they, as soon as the ink dries on the 2019 class that was signed and completed the first week of February, coaches immediately start working on the 2020 class. We talked about the quarterback uh, from Texas, Kitna, already. Uh, Tennessee has um, another quarterback commitment for the 2020 class. Uh, that's one of the top. Um, Harrison Bailey, one of the top quarterbacks out of Georgia. Uh, in the country he's already committed in the 2020 class so trying to build um the 2020 class around some some more needs they need a quarterback in this class i think uh to compete for a starting job in a couple years and uh continuing to beef up the offensive and defensive lines because as you know in the sec you, you can't just have one or two good recruiting classes you have to stack four or five recruiting classes on top of each other if you want to even think about competing with an Alabama or an LSU and you see what Kirby Smart's doing at Georgia and now Tennessee has to look in its own division at Georgia and Florida and say we got to compete with those guys so it's it's all about recruiting this time of year all right again Tennessee Vols Starting practice today for the 2019 season. This is spring practice. The orange and white game from Neyland Stadium, April the 13th, 6 p.m. And something tells me, Austin, you'll be decked out there that day. Uh, probably not. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> that, yeah, that is um, – we'll have to send somebody to cover that because that date is right there in the first round of the Preds playoffs, and we will be uh, swarmed with uh, job responsibilities here. Uh, in Nashville with the Preds playoff push. We'll be down there bar lines, like we mentioned earlier. And uh, uh, so the, the orange and white game is I'll, I'll catch that one on the SEC network and uh, we'll have somebody uh, on the ground there in Knoxville covering that one. Austin, you're going to have to pick up and move. We're going to have to get you a nice headquarters somewhere around Crossville, Tennessee, so you can kind of go both directions. How's that sound? Uh, I think I'm good in my uh, where I live right now, about you know a, a five minute Uber away from downtown. That's <laughs> that's kind of my preference. yeah. But we got to get you right beside Neyland Stadium more often if we can. But now we're we're just teasing. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of professional stuff in Nashville, it, it will sometime in that period in April. You got an NFL draft coming to Nashville, and I know you're all over that. Yeah, we are. It's uh, it's going to be crazy. There's going to be at least I would say the minimum three hundred thousand people. 
that come in town downtown Nashville for that weekend. April 25th is the Thursday when the draft starts. And uh, I'm not really sure what to expect from traffic. I know hotel rooms in downtown are going for $800 a night, and there's probably a three-night minimum with that. So it's going to be expensive. Uh, the entire NFL will be in town. It's going to be very fun. I probably won't sleep the entire week. Uh, but it'll be well, maybe once in a lifetime to have the NFL draft in my backyard. Uh, I'm an NFL draft junkie, so it's kind of a, a, a cool thing, pers- pan personal for me. All right, he's an NFL draft junkie, and he's right there in Nashville. So he, what he's saying is, and he likes the volunteers, so he's volunteering to host all of us at his place that NFL draft week. How about that? I tell you what, if I did not work in the industry, I would tell my wife, Let's go vacation for a week and Airbnb our house out to somebody and just hide all of our valuables <laughs> and just make bank for the amount of the amount of money people are going to be willing to pay uh, for a, a near downtown location. But unfortunately, I have to work it. I'm excited to work it. And so I'm not going to be able to make a couple thousand dollars that way. Okay. I'm not queuing up sad music here as you have to say, oh, gosh, I've got to work the NFL draft. I mean, (laughs) tough, tough, tough gig. All right. As we wrap up with you, how about Tony Vitello and the Tennessee Vols baseball program? I am not kidding, y'all. This has been one of the roughest programs in the SEC, often missing the SEC baseball tournament. This year, Tennessee, at least as of this second, they have not lost a single game on the diamond. They are perfect 13-0, and and they're ranked in the top 25. Go Big Orange Baseball. Yeah, and I think they've only allowed four runs in those, in those 13 games. Like They've been shutting people out and... and only four runs allowed in your first 13 games. I don't care if it's like the New York Yankees playing against, you know, the Civitan Baseball League down the street from where I grew up. I mean, that's pretty phenomenal that Tennessee's been able to do that. And as much as everybody uh, hated John Curry as athletic director, uh, the baseball coach that he hired looks to be pretty good. So I think it's a good thing that Tennessee baseball's uh, waking back up. It was a good program in the late 90s, early 2000s, and then it's kind of been hibernating for the last 15 years after a couple of uh, hires that had some promise, didn't really work out. Uh, we'll see what happens further on. they got to get into the, the meat of the SEC schedule, and the SEC is a fantastic baseball conference, so we'll see how long that holds up. But a great start for the Vols. This weekend, UT has Fresno State. The Bulldogs come to Knoxville for a series. And Tennessee gets the SEC slate underway next weekend on the Plains as they face off against the Auburn Tigers. Austin Stanley's been our guest here on the Y'all Show. Again, he's with the website A to Z Sports Nashville.com. Austin, thank you very much for being our special Big Orange guest today. Absolutely. Appreciate it. All right. Well, that will wrap up today's Y'all Show. Thank y'all for listening. Tune in on Friday. We'll have our Friday free for y'all and a whole lot more of this, the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. (laughs) 
how can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text NICE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text NICE to 84888. That's N-I-C-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com slash TNC. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 7575. That's promo code 7575 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.